Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Today I have actually a really fun episode because this is something that honestly has been such a great start to the year and that's going to Hawaii for the very first time in my life. And I know to some people it's like mid, you know, it's like, oh, you in Hawaii, like I've been there so many times, but this is my first time in Hawaii. Me and my boyfriend uh, had been planning this trip to Hawaii for honestly a month because, and let me tell you guys how in the first place we decided we we're going to Hawaii. So we were stargazing, which sounds cheesy, but that's what we were doing. We were stargazing and then we were driving to Krispy Kreme and in this occasion I was driving, which one of the things that me and my boyfriend do is like when I drive, we have such better conversations because I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, like when I am in the driver's seat, me and my boyfriend have like some of the best conversations and it's so funny to think about. But we're driving, I'm driving to Krispy Kreme and I, I, he always drives and I'm like, it's fine, I can drive. So we're driving to Krispy Kreme and I'm kind of not, I don't know what the phrase is. It's like, I'm kind of nudging, you know, I'm kind of seeing what the vibe is for spring break. I'm trying to get a feel for like what my boyfriend's doing on spring break, seeing if I can like slide in there and like plan some fun trip or something and i i start asking questions you know i'm like so so when's your spring break how long is it oh remember how we said that we'd eventually go on like a five-day trip so i start asking all these questions obviously with an intention to be like how about we should go on a trip on your spring break like your spring break's coming up my drink of the day as you guys know, I am a fan of the Alani's. I have the Breezeberry Alani, which is my personal favorite. If you've heard the podcast before, you know. It's like, you know, you know that like one of my manifestations is that one day Alani is going to sponsor me. They're going to sponsor the podcast. And you guys, the day that Alani sponsors me and this podcast will be the day that I've made it because that will prove to you that you can literally manifest everything (laughs) because I have been just on Alani's ass with sponsoring me, you guys. Like I post them on Instagram all the fucking time. And I love this fucking company, but they've ghosted me so much. They've rejected me so much. But every day I'm on Instagram like, hey, Alani, it's me again. Oh, my timer went off. I was decluttering because, and I'll talk about it in the in the podcast, but actually, I never even told you guys what this podcast is about. I know it's titled Hawaii and I talk about Hawaii and stuff, but it's going to be about the Hawaii trip itself, but also what Hawaii taught me and just being on the island and so much you guys hawaii is life-changing if you've been before you know this if you haven't and you have the money make an effort to go to hawaii this year this summer you owe it to yourself to see the beauty of hawaii and experience it for yourself and it can only do so much of me telling you but it for real you guys changed my life so what were we talking about? Alani. Yeah, we were talking about Alani's. I'm manifesting that one day Alani's going to sponsor me and it's going to happen. So let's leave it at that. My f- favorite are the Breezeberry Alani's. They're energy drinks for those of you that don't know. I've talked about them for way too long. <laughs> we're going to just move right into the podcast. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys everything me and my boyfriend did in Alani. Oh my god, that Freudian slip there. Do you guys hear that? Everything me and my boyfriend did in a lot. No, everything me and my boyfriend did in Hawaii. I've heard it be, be pronounced in a few different ways. Hawaii. I've heard Hawaii. 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 I used to say, I used to just say Hawaii. 
which is very wrong, I would assume. But I've heard it be be said in so many different ways that I really just don't know what to say anymore. And me and my boyfriend, like I said, we were driving a Krispy Kreme and I'm like, we're trying to decide. We, we agreed, right? We're like, all right, we got a five-day trip. We got spring break, which is five days long or, or so about what should we do? Where should we go? Where do we want to visit? And me and my boyfriend get really excited about these things because trips are some of our favorite things to do as a couple. The first trip we went to, we went to San Diego for like three days, had a blast. Um, after that, we went to Mammoth. And my boyfriend is, he really wants to go out of the country, but I was like, you know what? For the sake of us spending so much time together and not really knowing how well we do being together for so long, how about we fly out of the state? Because, you know, we're in Orange County, California. So we drove to San Diego the first time, drove even farther to Mammoth. So now this next step is taking our first flight together and we left the state for the first time together and we chose Kauai, Hawaii, Kauai, Hawaii rhymes and we were throwing out our options on this car ride, right? We're like, oh, I'm like, oh, we can go to Seattle. I love Seattle so much. And then we were like, we could go to New Orleans. Or we could go to, what else were we thinking about? Hmm. We were kind of throwing out options like that. I was leaning towards Seattle because I thought it was our time. I, Joshua Tree was another one. Me and my boyfriend really like doing nature-y stuff. Not, we don't really like cities too much, we've noticed. Um, And I think that our choice with Hawaii was a really good choice. So all of a sudden, my boyfriend throws out that idea. Remember, was that? my boyfriend's like, we're in the drive-thru and he says, how about Hawaii? And I gasped and I was like, yes, 100%, we're fucking going to Hawaii, no questions asked, it came out of your mouth, so now we're going, period. So, at that point, we had just, we were just on fucking board to go to Hawaii, and <laughs> about to order Krispy Kreme, too. So, my boyfriend starts, he pulls out his phone, obviously, because, like, we're gonna plan this right the fuck now. We're getting started today, and the thing about, if you're in a relationship, uh, planning trips together is one of the funnest fucking things ever because for about a month from the day that we decided we were going to Hawaii, we were planning just every single day, looking at what we wanted to do, the places we wanted to go, what we wanted to eat, what we wanted to see. So as a couple, I think it really helped us because we, it gave us an activity to do. So at night, like sometimes we would FaceTime and we'd make reservations and we'd go over our options or when we were together, we'd watch YouTube videos on what to do. So definitely for a relationship and traveling, I would say, I'm going to take a sip of my line, okay? Planning vacations with your significant other is literally one of the funnest things ever. And that was only part of the fun. Like, we hadn't even been on the trip yet, and we were already having so much fun planning stuff. So, yeah, sometimes we would get on FaceTime and be like, okay, tonight we're going to make a reservation. And we really wanted to do, we chose Kauai so that we can do a lot of outdoor activities, a lot of water activities. My boyfriend, he's the type that likes to do physical activities and outside stuff. And I do too. I really enjoy that. I like experiencing new things with him versus, you know, just us going to like a bar or out to dinner or to the beach. Like we were like, no, we want to actually experience the island and we want to do all these activities. And I was on board with that 100% because I love the water. And I know that Hawaii is one of the best places to go to the beach. I, I, I was... 
I was overly excited and as I should have been because we had an absolute blast. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys the activities that we had planned out. So I'll go through it on like a day to day basis, just so we're all on the same page. And I can tell you guys one by one, time by time, what the fuck went down. And I'm also going to mention the ways that Hawaii changed me, you know, because I feel like being in California and being so attracted to the city life and stuff, you kind of lose touch with nature a little bit. And I think that Hawaii really, really brought me back in tune with nature and being in it so much during my trip really just, I don't know, it just aligned me with nature more and I felt so much more peaceful. Um, on our first day in Kauai, we actually spent the entire night at the airport because shout out Denise. Denise, my one of my best friends, was supposed to drive us to the airport at four in the morning, but I was scared that she would be late. <laughs> so I just had her pick us up at midnight and we were like, fuck it, we're gonna spend the entire night in the airport because I'm scared as hell that Denise is going to be late and I don't want to miss her flight. So that's what we did because I'm that scared of Denise being late. Shout out Denise though. I love Denise. She's one of my best friends. She's literally the sweetest, like most supportive person in my life. And I'm so happy that she's, she's in my life and, and whatnot. This, I'm, I'm not going to talk about you, Denise, anymore because this is, a different subject, but I really do love Denise and she's one of my best friends. So yeah, I'm super grateful to have her in my life. But anyway, we stayed the night at the airport and we got to Kauai. When did we get to Kauai? Uh, let's see. I would say at noon. Yes, we got in Kauai around noon time. And one of the first things we had to do was pick up our rental car because we rented a car as well as get poke, which I have never had poke before. I am Mexican, so obviously I would assume that it's kind of like ceviche. But when I when we went there, I kind of got a little bit anxious at the store because I've never had it before. It's a lot going on, and honestly, I don't really know how to order poke, poke, so it was very confusing. I honestly just chose what looked the best to me, and I went completely random, and I chose a bunch of random things, and lo and behold, that shit was some of the best food I'd ever had in my life. The fit, I love fish, by the way. The fish was so fresh and savory. It had so many like seasoning and spices in it. It felt so refreshing and like it really nourished my body. And not that I don't nourish my body, but I feel like living in a city and living in America, eating food that's highly processed, that isn't good for you, putting stuff in your body that isn't the best for you is kind of normal here, unfortunately. And a lot of times eating healthy or whatnot is left to those with more money. And I don't even mean to get political here. It's just about like a lot of us don't put the healthiest things in our body. So trying that food and just being in that environment of Hawaiians where a lot of them really care about nourishing their body and eating a lot of natural foods. That, that's kind of the culture in Hawaii is eating good food, nourishing your body, spending time in nature, et cetera, et cetera. So that was one of the first realizations I had in Hawaii was how much better I felt energetically was consuming that kind of food. And again, I don't mean to say that I'm, eating terribly on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't, but compared to Hawaiians, like I'm not eating that, that good, you know? So our first day we decided we'd kind of just settle in, you know, that'd be our chill day before the craziness went down before we decided to do all the reservations and all the fun activities. The first activity that 
I chose actually was to go on a raft tour. And this raft, it holds about like 10 to 12 people. You are basically holding on for dear life as this raft takes you through the Napoli coast, right? And from what we saw online, it was like this rafting adventure. It started at seven in the morning, went up to noon. So we had reserved that thing, hoping that we'd get like basically half our day out of it. We spent quite a bit of money on this tour, but the purpose of it was to take us on a tour through the Napoli coast. And we were going to explore some sea caves, um, look at the, the coast itself. We went through a lot of historic landmarks and the site itself, the coast itself is extremely beautiful. I've posted pictures of it like on my Instagram because it's 100% an Instagrammable spot, but I was holding on for dear fucking life on that raft, you guys, and I was up front. The ride to the sea caves, I was fine because we were with the wind, you know, we were with the current, but as we were coming back, we were kind of against the current, the wind was not in our favor, and I was at the very front, so, on the way back after we had explored the sea caves, being a mermaid and being in my mermaid aesthetic and my mermaid vibe is one of the most important things for me. I say this every fucking episode. I mention mermaids literally every episode, but I don't think there's anyone that believes this more than me. But I believe that if you wanted to be a mermaid, you can 100% be a mermaid. Like if you wanted to quit college and quit your job to be a mermaid, I feel like you would survive in this world. You would actually thrive. And let me tell you why, let me tell you why. Okay, here's, here's the business plan for you becoming a mermaid. You're gonna move to Hawaii. And you're going to rent some like mermaid tail. You're going to like buy it on Amazon and just market yourself, make YouTube videos or make Instagram posts, make podcasts about your adventures as a mermaid. Just take pictures of it, like record it and stuff, because obviously you're a mermaid and you want to show people that you're a mermaid and just start selling mermaid tails or start selling mermaid pendants or something like sell merch. Brand yourself as a mermaid, sell the merch, you know, make that money, and you'll be good. You can be a mermaid if you really want to, if you really set your mind to it. I believe that you can be a mermaid. And some people might think that's crazy, but I say it all the time, and I literally stand by it. I'm like, hey, sir, if you wanted to be a mermaid, you can be a mermaid too. Be anything you want. Anyway, it was really in my mermaid element to go on this raft tour because I knew that we would not only be exploring some of the most beautiful sea caves in Hawaii, but we would also go snorkeling. That's right. We were going to go snorkeling and we did. And we had lunch, you know, first we went snorkeling. Our guide sky was so amazing. And our tour guide, CJ, was also amazing. They stopped us near their personal favorite. They were local Hawaiians. They stopped us on their, near their favorite snorkeling spot, and they let us snorkel together. And it was so much fun snorkeling with my boyfriend because I've never snorkeled before. So many little fishies in the water. Um, it was just so much fun and just spending time outside in nature. I, you guys, I was rarely on my phone throughout this entire trip because that's just how much fucking fun it was. And I just didn't want to be on Instagram. I didn't want to be on TikTok. And I feel like whenever you do things that make you forget to check your phone, like that's when you know that you are in your fucking element. That's when you know that you're just living your best life and, and whatnot. Like 
this entire trip, I was literally living my best life. And I understand that when you live your best life, when you're having fun, when you forget to check your phone, that's when you're most, you become most aligned to receive everything that you've dreamed of and wished, been wishing for. So something that I've been manifesting has been, you know, to get a job in LA because I plan on moving to LA to grow my podcast. You can help me grow my podcast, by the way, if you just screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening on, post it on your social media, tag me in it, and I will love you forever. How I love, whatever. Thanks, guys. But I noticed that after this trip, I was getting a bunch of emails. You guys, first of all, let me talk about what happened after the trip. Because we got back like two days ago. And after the trip, I had motherfuckers in my email inbox and because I, I was a babysitter for a while. So all of a sudden, people are in my inbox like, hey, let's interview. Will you free Wednesday? Let's do it. I'm getting interview offers. I'm getting job offers. I'm getting like people asking me, trying to book me for these other things. And all this like abundance is coming my way. And it's all after the trip, you know, it's all after you're kind of in that state where you're really just in alignment to enjoy life because life is meant to be, life is meant to be enjoyed. And that's something that I really just live by in every aspect of my life it's in every aspect of my relationships in my platonic relationships it's like if i don't enjoy being in your presence if you don't like uplift me if you don't make me feel good about myself about well i'm not i don't mean good about myself as in like you need to stroke my ego whenever i'm talking to you you know that type of good about myself what i mean is if your energy isn't good, if you're just constantly complaining, if you're just being negative, if you're putting other people down, if you're talking shit or just being fake and stuff like that, like, I don't like that. That's negative energy that I just don't want to be around. So when I find that some people are like that, I tend to either set a boundary or just cut them off. Ideally, I would set a boundary with them. But my go to is always to cut people off for some reason. I don't really like admitting that to, in the public. Not that I'm, you know, any type of public figure yet, yet, quote unquote, yet. But I do keep that to myself. But I find that if people have just like their, their energies off, I usually just cut them out of my life which isn't the best thing to do. But my therapist recently, I mentioned this to her, I was like, I find that, you know, with some people, I I like 70% of them, you know, but there is a 30% of them part, part of them that can be negative, can bring me down, can make me feel bad about myself and the decisions that I make. And, you know, it's one thing if you're smoking weed or if you're, no, not smoking weed. If you're, like, smoking cigarettes, you know, and your friend is like, hey, that's so bad for you. Like, and they kind of make you feel like shit for smoking cigarettes. It's like, okay, but I can see where that comes from. You know, I can see that it comes from them being concerned about your health and stuff. But let's say you're in a relationship and you're in a happy relationship. And I've had this happen to me before where it's like, I'm in a very healthy and happy relationship right now. And that's one of my priorities at the moment. So if I'm making friends with someone and they either talk shit about it where nothing warranted them to talk shit about it or to try to sabotage it in a way. And there have been people in my life, believe it or not, that have tried to ruin my relationship that have tried like making me feel bad for being in a relationship stuff like that to where it's like okay 
either I got to set a boundary with you or I just got to cut you off. But like, honestly, my relationship is so important to me that recently I've just, I just cut that off. I just cut that shit off because I know that there's hundreds of other people that I would love to be friends with that aren't going to talk shit about my relationship like that. And I'm very protective of it because, you know, it is something that relationships can be hard. And I know I talk a lot about relationships on this podcast, but I am your fucking girl when it comes to actually, I'm actually not, you know what, I'm going to backtrack on that. I'm sorry, I was going to go in and be like, I'm your girl when it comes to relationships, blah, blah, blah. But I'm kind of not. But I also kind of am, you know, because I, I know toxic when I see it. I used to be really fucking toxic. So it's like, if you think something's wrong, if you think someone's being a little bit toxic and you ask me, I'll fucking tell you if it is or not, because toxic knows toxic and I will point that shit right the fuck out. Anyways, <laughs> I can't with myself sometimes. I'm too much. It's the Alani that's kicking in. That's why I take them before I record because it's just, it hits. Something about an Alani just fucking hits. Anyway, we went on a lot of tours during this Hawaii trip, and some of you may have not known this, but I, your girl, Jessica, I used to be a tour guide. That weird sound you just heard was my speaker dying. I know it makes a weird sound, but that speaker has been very good to me. It's very, you know, essential. It's an essential part of my apartment. Anyway, moving along, moving right the fuck along, where was I going with this? Dear God, help me in this lonely place. (laughs) Quick intermission while you hear me humming, it's literally just me trying to remember what the fuck I said and like what the fuck I was talking about. Oh yeah. We went on a lot of tours during this trip to Hawaii, and I used to be a tour guide at a museum a few blocks away from where I grew up, actually, in Santa Ana, and I actually loved it, and I've I've been thinking about making an episode about public speaking and how I fell in love with public, public speaking and why it's, like, one of my hobbies. It's one of my things... So after being on so many tours, I really did just feel like re-inspired to be a tour guide again. And I spoke with some of the tour guides that I met in Kauai, and a lot of them were super nice and encouraging. And I like going on other people's tours because it really shows me how to be a good tour guide. You know, you, you go on a tour and you see what this person did well, you see what maybe isn't working for them and you take the important stuff and you apply it to your own tours and you just become a way better guide yourself and i actually have a an interview with warner brothers to be a tour guide for warner brothers coming up soon and i'm so fucking excited about that because that's big you know and my boyfriend was telling me like i'm so happy for you and 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 stuff but whatever happens when I, when I got back f- from Hawaii, I made the decision that like, and this is going back to when you are in a state, in the flow state, you know, you're forgetting to check your phone all the time, you're nourishing your body, you're spending time in nature, you're really spending time with yourself. And that's how I felt in Hawaii. Um, you're just so much more in tune to receive. And that interview with Warner Brothers was something that came right after I came back from Hawaii, which is why I always love making it a priority to travel because every time I travel, something amazing happens for me. And a lot of, I know that I love to travel, you know, but sometimes I restrict myself from traveling because I say, you know, it's too expensive. I can't afford it. But you know, when you're young, like that's when you're supposed to travel. And I'm so happy that I made it a conscious effort to go to Hawaii because now I have like so much going on for me coming back, being in a better state and I'm just ready to move forward in that next phase of my life. And I hope that everyone listening is like 
gearing up, you know, it's the new year. You want to get in tune. You really just want to get in tune with your higher self. And that's something that Hawaii really helped me do. So on our second full day in Hawaii, this was actually my boyfriend's idea, but we decided we were going to go on a kayak tour. Another tour. Are you guys surprised? No. We went on a lot of tours during our trip, but I actually really liked it. You know, I, I feel like when you travel somewhere, you don't go on tours too much because they're kind of a cheesy thing to do when you think about it. Like, it's a cheesy thing to do. And I get it. I used to be a tour guide myself. I get cheesy. I know cheesy. Me and my boyfriend are cheesy. And I love cheese. But we decided, this was my boyfriend's idea, to go kayak two miles down the Wailua River in Kauai to park our kayaks with a tour guide. And then we we're going to go on a hike up to a waterfall. So this was actually so much fucking fun oh my god you guys we had the best this was probably the best tour we went on our tour guide his name was dustin shout out justin dustin sorry he was such an amazing tour guide and on a side note we pull up right we to the location couldn't find it very well because it was kind of hidden. So me and my boyfriend had to ask around and be like, hey, um, we're looking for this tourist thing. And they said, go to the end of the parking lot, way down there, and that's where your tour guide will be. So me and my boyfriend pull up, right? And there's a family there already. There's a family from San Francisco. And our tour guide, Dustin, is telling the guy that he can't go on the hike. He can kayak, but he can't go on the hike because he's wearing flip-flops and his feet can get very dirty uh, or hurt. He can hurt himself on the hike, so he can't go on the hike with us, <laughs> which was kind of funny. But anyway, me, I started talking to Dustin, our tour guide, a little bit, and we actually got along with him really well. He, his parents were from the exact same place that my boyfriend was from. So they kind of bonded over that. He was in a, a great tour guide for our kayaks. You know, he kind of explained to us, he's like, the stronger one goes in the back, the better looking one, you know, that steers and all that shit goes in the front. And I was like, of course, you know, I'm the better looking one. So I'm going to go in the front, whatever. Deciding this up. Typically women go in the front so I can see them. This little tour guide skills were kicking in, you know, and not even like 15 minutes into our kayak did our tour guide talk to me and my boyfriend about weed. We were just talking about um, uh, California's 420 practices and what shit was like in Kauai. Actually, at the end of our tour, he offered to go with us and get us some weed, which was kind of iconic of him i i said no my boyfriend like when we were driving back home after that encounter with our tour guide my boyfriend was like we could have smoked the joint with a local hawaiian jessica and you said no and i was you know what i'm kind of fucking regretting that right now because that would have been really cool if we did that but the the kayak itself was really fun especially like I, I mentioned to you guys before, but I really like doing activities with my boyfriend. And I feel like in a relationship, it just really helps create that bond is when you experience new things, especially kayaking. If you've never kayaked with your significant other, I would really recommend that because it takes a lot of communication. And one of the things that our tour guide, Dustin, mentioned again and again was how important it is to communicate. You know, he's like, communicate with your kayak partner, like communicate, communicate, communicate. It helps you so much. And I was doing that even after the kayak, you know, because there would be times where I was with my boyfriend. And for me, if I get angry or stressed or pissed off, any type of heavy emotion that I feel or start to feel, I shut down. 
you know, I just, I don't speak. I don't communicate and it's really hard for me. But then I had that little voice in the back of my head, our tour guide saying, communicate, communicate, communicate. And I have it written down in front of me. I have the word communicate written down three times because it's something that I've noticed is that if I'm upset at someone or if I'm mad at them, I will just not speak to them. And this goes back to like me cutting people off. And like, I don't want to info dump on you guys. Like I don't want to tell you guys what's wrong with me. But if you're someone that also has problems communicating and you're kind of the same way where you get avoidant and you shut down and you can't speak, you feel like you can't like, and if you're in a relationship, any type of relationship, I feel like it's so important to just communicate with people like how you're feeling. And that's something that I'm still learning myself. But on that trip to Kauai and on the kayaks is something that really highlighted that I needed help with and I would love to work on with my therapist, with myself, et cetera, et cetera. So while we were kayaking, my boyfriend pissed me off a few times. I'm not even going to lie to you guys because you're both in charge of the boat, right? I love my boyfriend to death, but this... This man, for lack of a better word, would sometimes stop the boat. He would literally stop the boat to steer in a different direction. Like, he would stop everything to steer in a different direction. And that was really pissing me off. And it wasn't until Dustin told him to stop, too, that I was like, I didn't want to speak to him in an angry way, but I was like, dude, fucking stop doing that. Like, it's irritating the crap out of me, and you keep stalling us. So, yeah, it's just it's just a thing where, like, you have to use communication to get through it. But the views were insane, and it was so easy, too. Like, me and my boyfriend thought it would be super overexerting to kayak for four miles and then go on a hike to a waterfall and swim in it and like do all this activities and stuff. But it was very doable. It was actually quite easy. Especially for for us and we're pretty we're pretty fit people I would say. But once we were done with the kayaks, we parked our little kayak I was a little bit annoyed at the end of it. I'm not going to lie because it does take a little bit of communicating with your partner and being like, yo, steer this way, steer that way. Don't veer into the bushes. Don't hit that other boat. Shit like that. And we're hiking to the waterfall, right? And it was a fairly easy hike, I would say. And because they had like boards laid out, that it was like a path that you can walk on because we went on hikes later on in the trip that were pretty difficult. And this one was easy peasy, lemon squeezy, right? Several times our tour guides tried to scare the crap out of us. Like he would hide behind a bush and then he would grab it with one hand, this giant bush, right? He would shake it and then he'd make it like a grrr sound. So like we would think there was like a bear or something. And he got me a few times. I'm not even going to lie. And during the trip, he let us like pick fruits and stuff and would just tell us about the history of the island and how the place that we were going to was considered like a sacred space, that waterfall. And just the hike up there, we got a lot of photo ops and stuff. We got to hang with our tour guide who we really, really liked. My boyfriend thought he was really cool. Um, and at the waterfall, we just swam and just had a blast. It was so much fucking fun. I can't even tell you guys how much fun this was and how cool of an experience it was to experience this with my boyfriend. And I was just really happy the entire trip. Actually, not the entire trip. We had some drama, mainly because of me. I'm not going to go into the drama, but just know that it all ended up being fine. I just had to communicate in a healthy way, even though sometimes I don't like communicating in a healthy way. But that later that evening, after we were done kayaking and our 
tour guide asked us if he wanted to go smoke weed with him and I kindly declined. Um, me and my boyfriend went to this market and I was hangry as fuck, right? But I got food and then we bought this coconut, which I posted on my Instagram. We spent $10 for a dude to like shave a coconut for us and put a straw in it and be like, here's your coconut. Here you go. Welcome to Hawaii. Which I love supporting like going to Hawaii and just giving out cash whenever, wherever. Cause it's like Hawaii's main source of income is like touristy things. So me and my boyfriend had a photo op with that coconut and we got good Instagram pics out of it. So we're good. On our last tour, on our last like fun activity, we did a lot of fun things and it was a crazy time. And we had, oh, you got it. I'm simping for this trip. It was the best thing. But we went on a tubing tour, which let me try to explain this to you guys, right? Let me try to frame your mind for what I'm about to describe to you. Have you ever been on a lazy river? If you've said yes, you basically go on this oversized donut that floats in the water. Those donuts, you guys know what I'm talking about. It looks like a lifesaver, you know? You go on one of those and the current just kind of takes you flowing and you kind of just ride the current, right? So the thing we went on, the tubing tour, was basically a natural, eco-friendly, lazy river. So we started off at the top of the mountain. You know, we met at like seven in the morning. A lot of these activities, we chose them really early in the morning just so we would have time to go snorkeling, just so we would have time to go to the beach afterwards. And on this particular thing, we went tubing. So our tour guide, Kyle, which was also, he was really nice. I was talking to him for a few minutes while we were on the lazy river. And just getting to know like who he was as a person, I was like, so what's your degree in? How long have you been giving tours for, et cetera, et cetera. And he, he as well as other tour guides on this trip really convinced me that I should probably get back to being a tour guide because <coughs> I love public speaking and I, I like to talk a lot so I just think that being a tour guide again is just, I don't know. I don't know why it's calling me, you guys. It's like a calling. So I'm going to be a tour guide in this next phase of my life. And I hope you guys are excited to hear about that. Um, I just love being in front of people. I love putting on a show. You know, not in that kind of way, but I do like putting on a show, you know. Anyway, um, what else happened we went on this tubing tour it was great we had such good food holy fuck shaved ice poke Hawaiian barbecue um kalua kalua pig coconuts all this good stuff we just literally spent so much time at the beach at the, all these different beaches snorkeling eating good food just chilling like straight chilling. Helen, my boyfriend surprised me with dinner one night. It was a really fancy dinner. Um, I got all dressed up, all cute. I had a strawberry marg. Tequila is my favorite. If you guys didn't know that, I love tequila. I'll have it in moderation though. I'm not an alcoholic, but I do love me a good fucking tequila, strawberry marg. So. That was a lot. That was a lot that I literally just dumped on you guys. I just did a huge info dumpy on y'all because Hawaii was such an incredible experience. And it was life changing too, because during this trip, I just kind of dressed the way that I, I dressed in a way that I loved because my, my style is very it's very girly. It's very island vibes. It's very flirty and tropical and cute and pink and colorful. And I feel that while I was in Hawaii, 
I really got to express myself that way, which sometimes when here in California, I feel like everyone just kind of dresses the same, especially here in like Southern and Orange County area, Los Angeles, everyone just kind of dresses the same, you know, it's like, you're all, all look the same. So when I was in Hawaii, I really just wore like colorful clothing that I felt like beautiful in and, and feminine in. And I, I didn't feel any judgment. I felt very in place there in terms of my, my fashion. So coming back to California, it's like, I'm a lot less afraid to dress the way that like, I know I like to dress because I like to dress, like I said, like very girly, tropical vibes, you know, we're in California, but I mean, it's still kind of the same coconut aesthetic, whatever you want to call it. I was on my phone so much less during this trip and I would encourage you guys to keep doing things that make you forget to check your phone. Making podcasts for me is one of those things where it's like I can just let my energy flow and I can just be myself and not check my phone. Like my phone's on airplane mode right now. And I would say this is a big chunk of my day where I just like forget to check Instagram or TikTok, whatever. And I'm just fully in my creative element. Enjoying the vibes. So dressing like myself, being on my phone less, going back to being a tour guide, which I did not think would come from going on this trip. I genuinely thought that going on this trip, I would attract everything I wanted into my life, right? And while I'm not like one of the things that I wanted is like to blow up on TikTok and like get consistent views on TikTok, but it's for some reason, it's been so hard for me to do that. But now it's kind of like, I don't really care to do that. You know, it's like, I still, I still want clout 100%, but I'm putting a lot less emphasis on that clout. You know, I'm putting a lot less, it a lot less on a pedestal in a way. And really just like enjoying my life and going back into the things that I like to do, such as being a tour guide. And I'm going to go ahead and try that. You know, if I don't like it, I can go, you know, I don't have to be stuck there forever. I can try and I feel more encouraged to like try new things. One of the things that I'd love to try is like getting to being a massage therapist. And for whatever reason, I love giving people massages. I used to work at a gym and people, you know, they always have muscle aches and pains. So obviously they need you to go in with them with a Theragun. And I've given people full body massages for free while on the clock (laughs) because I just love giving people massages. So Hawaii and traveling just really encouraged me to get back in tune with those interests and spend a lot less time chasing and focusing on what I want and more time and like getting to know myself and the things that I love. And I, I think this year, I'm really just going to dedicate myself to getting to know who I am more, getting to know myself, my passions, and really just getting more in tune with that and everything I love about life and just doing more of that. So anyway, we got back a few days ago from Hawaii, had the best time. Like I, like I said, like literally nothing can top that trip. That trip was amazing. I came back like super brown, but literally the day, the day I got back from Hawaii, the day I got home, I go on Ticketmaster. Let me just tell you guys that like when I'm at home, on the weekend, close to the weekend, and I have nothing to do, you best know that I'm going to open up Ticketmaster and I'm going to check and see what's going down in my area. I'm a few minutes from, that's a lie, I'm about 40 minutes to an hour from LA, right? So that LA nightlife is super close to me. Moving to LA is something that I want to do just to be closer to it, just to be closer to like people that I really admire and people that I want to be around. 
So, you know, I've been making it a habit to go out of my way and go to LA a lot more and get to know the city because it's like, if I'm going to be there anyway, I have to know it. So the day we got back from Hawaii, I'm sitting on my bed and I'm looking at Ticketmaster. I was feeling kind of depressed because coming back from Hawaii, like I wasn't really on my phone much. And I come back and like all of a sudden now I'm on my phone. My boyfriend's not here. So it's like I'm by myself. I have to keep myself entertained. So it's like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I'm on Ticketmaster and I see that Claro is playing that night. So I can see Claro for 45 bucks or I can see Charlie XEX for like 100 bucks. But Charlie XEX show starts in about an hour. And... I was supposed to record this podcast yesterday night, but I went to the Charlie XCX show instead, which don't even blame me on that, you guys. Don't even blame me because Charlie was my first female performer, and I love going to con. I I went to this concert by myself, but by the way, I'll talk about it in a different episode, actually. I'm going to save that, and I'm going to make a note of that. Here, Charlie XCX was actually my first female performer that I've ever seen. Usually, I just see dudes. So, seeing a woman live, and especially such a big show, such as the Greek Theater. She's sold out the Greek Theater, by the way. Seeing such a big show, I was so fucking inspired, and I'm going to talk about it in a different episode. But if you guys enjoyed me just going off about Hawaii... Share this episode on your social media. I'm out of breath. You know, for someone that wants to be a tour guide, I gotta work on my breath, my breathing stuff. I know I can take a break, but like I like recording these podcast episodes all in one. I like giving you guys the tea fully. So that was my Hawaii tea. Um, I'll talk to you guys in the next one. My next episode is gonna be on Charlie XCX, and I also have an episode coming out about how I personally fell in love with public speaking. As you guys know, I'm getting right back into that shit. And I am making the biggest moves this year. And I hope that you are too. And I hope that you hearing me making moves makes you want to make moves so that we're all making moves and we're all raising the consciousness of the world around us and becoming our best selves. So if you really enjoyed this episode, share it on your social media. Thank you so much if you listened all the way through to this. And have a good one, guys. Bye.